This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Travis Kelsey, he saw through the bullshit. He did. He saw through it. At, Maybe at he's first. got a bullshit radar that is off the charts. I mean, obviously one of the greatest tight ends out there. Wow. I mean, he, he sleeps around, and so he has to know who's full of bullshit and who isn't. So, I mean, he's, I don't know. But at first I was like, damn, what a dick. And then I was like, good for him. Good for I'm going to be more like him moving forward. <laughs> Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil stayed. What up, Dr. Phil? Uh, Dr. Phil, what's up? Hey, come on the show. Imagine if we got Dr. Phil and Travis Kelsey on the next episode. There, there's a chance we might, so you guys should tune into the next one, probably. But. Steve Winwood. Oh, it's that sweet meth in Missouri, baby. It's got to be right in the water, right? It is. Some people have fluoride. We have meth. The bald knobbers or whatever. They caught the theater and the Say house that again. on fire. What was it? It's, it's called bald, bald knobbers? Yeah. Yeah, huh. the things you see in Southern Missouri, man, it is, uh, it, Branson's a special place, let me tell you. I honestly, I kind of hate you at the same time, because I was away from Facebook for the longest time, and then I was like, well, I'll start posting on there, but I was like, I'm not going to get invested in Facebook, because I'm not going to mindlessly scroll through there and everything. Now, every time I look, I'm like, you post another meme, random post another meme, this is good, and everything, and one, I forgot which one it was, again, because my memory's garbage, but man... There was one that had me just dying. I was taking a shit. I cannot lie. But I was in the toilet just... Not only was I shitting, but I was crying at the same time. Like, Da Vinci couldn't have painted a better picture. This is fucking... It was beautiful. Well, I am not a fighter. I am not a fighter. I, I can probably wrestle with you. And, and if I get on top of you, I'm going to try to hold on to you and, and just kind of crush you. But if, if that I'll doesn't... dirty to me. I was like, God damn, I'm hard. Woo! <laughs> Teachers have found me occasionally, so they're like, saw your dad on TikTok. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, if I'm popping up on your For You page, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is tailored for you, and if I'm on your For You page, like, 
do you partake in uh, vegetarian devil's lettuce? Do you guys like this? Like, what are you doing? We should hang out more. Parent-teacher conferences will be a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> We, we make fun of how we were in the 90s with technology. And sure, we've come a long way. And in, and in some instances, a very long way. But mm -hmm. we weren't like, you know, like busting up, you know, rock walls in a cave, you know, making paintings or anything like that. We had our technology. They were from an article in A Woman's Day. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, let me, we'll tell you about it when you're older. Right, right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, Dad. What's this thing supposed to be? Back at it. Episode 202. What's up, everybody? Joining me is the gorgeous. And you guys are both looking at me like, who's going to be gorgeous? Uh, they both go by Brandon legally, but uh, we have the Yubin, if you're watching it. He's over here on your left, my right, because of the camera. And then we have Brandon J. McDermott, who's back at it. He's... He's at a, I don't even know what you call, busy. It might be an understatement what you got going on. It's been wild, man. We, we're in new digs. I'm in uh, central Nebraska now, back home within the confines of the Cornhusker State. Good to be out of the state of Iowa. Awaiting the final uh, closure of selling the home there, and then it'll be done. But I'll tell you, dude, when we got here, not to, not to hijack the conversation. No, no, go ahead. We got here, I bought a washer, a dryer, and a dishwasher. There's issues with hooking up the dryer because there's an old prong that's from like the 1960s or 70s that doesn't work. And there's some problem with the water connection on the wall behind the water heater that needs to be reattached before we can attach the washer. The dishwasher, we need to take away some cabinetry upstairs and have it put in. And then on top of that, my air conditioner broke. And uh, we knew this going into it. It was old. We were going to get replaced, but we were hoping we didn't have to do it right away. But now <laughs> like I'm going to be replacing the, the air conditioner and the furnace at once Ooh. just to be safe. So another 15K. Yep. In I was going to say. Yeah. say, well, you know, the it just so happens that, you know, if you don't have it lined up, maybe there's something we can do. It turns out myself and I don't really know much about heating and air conditioning, but I do work for a company that does all that stuff. And producer zach or just zach however he goes by these days he uh he knows his shit so if there's anything we can do to help you hit me Appreciate up. It. Yeah. but by me hitting me up i'm just gonna be like hey zach uh he, he's got this and this and this but uh yeah that's it's a bummer but either way you kind of had that uh like I, I i hit you up a little bit you had that kind of first day over again starting a new job and all that stuff is always not nerve-wracking i think once you've done it enough you know you get a little bit older but still you still, you know, you got to learn some new stuff. And like I kind of told you, it's kind of cool to learn something new and kind of be uncomfortable with, with what you're doing and, and stuff. So, yeah, it's, gonna... it's, that's the exciting thing. That's the fun part is the job. The, the new job is going to be a lot of fun and I'm excited to get going on that. But, uh, you know how it goes, new house, it's always something, you know, you're finding little problems here or there. Where the hell did that mark come from? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Is what it is, but uh, thankfully I don't plan on doing any of that moving stuff anytime soon. But uh, and uh, Yubin, things have been good. I've been chatting with you all week as well. I mean, obviously you got uh, you got the Kansas City Chiefs in town at work, so that's a little bit of a headache. And all those damn Chiefs fans. Uh, I know you're a Cowboys fan, and the only reason we're we're not talking football, but anytime in a podcast, it's I think statistics. You say Dallas Cowboys in a podcast, you get a lot more viewers. So Dallas Cowboys usually usually hate comments, and uh, you know that's what I'm I. I get used to that via social media, um, mm -hmm. but not to talk about sports, but something did interesting happen at work due to training camp and they kind of, okay. So I was at work and I usually, if I have to use the computer at the front desk, I'm really quick. So I'm like, I don't want people to talk to me. And, but every, it never fails. I get over there and they're like, 
sir. And I'm like, fuck. But this mom and a grandma and this little boy, he's in a wheelchair, roll up mm-hmm. to the front desk. And she's like, did you get your elevator fixed? And I'm like, shit, did that affect you at all today when that was down? And she's like, it did. It did. Get- we had to, we had to carry him down the stairs. I'm like, Oh, oh. I'm like, I am so sorry. And he was sitting there kind of like looking at me like, yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> Grandma's got slippery, you know, wrinkly hands. And, but luckily she's on, first, she's on the second floor. So I was kind of like, you milked that a little bit. I looked it up. I was like, you're on the second floor. But apparently uh, he was over there at the training camp trying to get signatures. And he wanted Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, the, the top two, of course, who never doesn't want those, you know? And apparently they saw Travis Kelsey leaving in his vehicle and they quickly got him over there. And they're like, Travis, Travis. We have a boy in a wheelchair. And to quote them again, I don't know. They said, he said, yeah, there's a lot of kid in chairs and just rolled up his window <laughs> and left. And this kid, I mean, still, you can tell, had been upset. And I'm like, oh, that's terrible. And he's like, so they're like, yeah, he didn't get the autographs he wanted. He got a couple of them. But I'm like, I got some connections. Let me see. Like, I'm going to help this kid. We already fucked up by not, you know, having the elevator working for this child. So I get a gift bag or a gift box that we're going to mail to him. T-shirt, hat, got some autographs. Didn't get Mahomes or Kelsey, but got some like frame stuff that he can, you know, hang up and everything. Whole sweet swag set. Um, So then I find out that next to the hotel, there's this um, family fun center. It's got like arcade, laser tag, all that good stuff. There's Mm -hmm. no sidewalk from the hotel to that facility yet. By the grace of God, he was managed to get up and walk to the fucking arcade after I already sent this goddamn package to his to his house, and I was like, "Really? You got Ooh. me, you sons of bitches!" And I was like, "This is why I normally don't give a fuck, and I will continue never giving a fuck about anybody, even if they're in a wheelchair." You got me once; you will never get me again. Damn! I wow. Just, I wish we had some surveillance footage back there because, and I would send another package, being like me flipping him off and having him getting up. I'm like, "How are those stairs, motherfucker?" <laughs> God damn it! Oh shit! I mean, I mean, good. I mean, not good on Travis, but Travis Kelsey. He saw through the bullshit. He did saw through it. At, Maybe at he's first. got a bullshit radar that is off the charts. I mean, obviously one of the greatest tight ends out there. Wow. And, I mean, he he sleeps around, and so he has to know who's full of bullshit and who isn't. So I mean, he's. I don't know, but at first I was like, "Damn, what a dick!" And then I was like, "Good for him." Good for I'm gonna be more like him moving forward. <laughs> I couldn't imagine just being. Yeah, we're all parents here. Could you imagine wanting an autograph so goddamn bad that you put your kid in a wheelchair? See, and you say, "Would you?" You know, is that uncommon? But I live nearby where that. Oh, I can't remember her name now. What was the? There was a mom that made it seem like her kid was sick the entire time. The daughter. And then she ended up befriending a, uh, a fellow over the internet, and they killed the mom because the daughter found out that she was being Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Why the fuck did I just remember that now? Whoa. Bam. That was a Netflix series. She was locked up like an hour away from where we live. What? Yeah. So Netflix we used to stay at the hotel as well and be like, hey. I'm like, what the Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil stayed? What up, Dr. What? Phil? Dr. Phil, what's up? Hey, come on the show. Imagine if we got Dr. Phil and Travis Kelsey on the next episode. There, there's a chance uh, we might, so you guys should tune into the next one, probably. But... Steve Winwood. Oh, Steve wow, Winwood. That, he... that happened in your been... area, huh? I'm just looking it up right now. Um, so I don't... Greenfield? 
Springfield, Missouri is, I mean, that's Southern uh, Missouri, but she was, oh. uh, she was in uh, Chillicothe was the uh, prison. There's a woman's prison uh, okay. there. So they were doing uh, interviews with her while she was still locked up. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think she's out now though. That documentary said was on Netflix. I think it was. Yeah. I forget what it was called, but yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. She's, if you look at her too, she, I mean, she's kind of, you know what I mean? So at first you're like, Oh, I can see why she did it or why people believe that she was ill. Right. Wow. That is unreal. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that story, I, I, now that you say it, I recall it. I mean, cause that was what? 2015. I think Google says. Is that yeah. That's actually what the, happened. That's, uh, the trial was in 2018. Yeah. So 2014, eight year. Uh, yeah. 2014 is when it happened in Springfield. And, I think she just uh, got married. The, the who did the gypsy? Gypsy. Plant? Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're gonna have to look that up. But yeah, that's yeah, that's I, uh, man. And whenever you hear stories like that, that just yeah, you you just almost just can't think like this shit can't happen. Like people in Hollywood can't even make this stuff up, and people are just wild. But yeah, I mean, I, I just couldn't imagine doing. Just gonna imagine. Good imagine. It's that sweet meth in Missouri, baby. It's got to be right in the water, right? It is. Some people have fluoride. We have meth. Uh, man, that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one. And I mean, go ahead, Bryn. I was just gonna say, Missouri's an, an interesting state. I mean, you could really. I mean, southeastern Missouri is about as south as you get. That is, you might as well be in Kentucky or Tennessee at that point. That's some people when they see people out there. That's what they think. They're like, "We're we in like Kentucky, West Virginia, yeah. still Missouri." This is yeah. So that's why whenever I have to elaborate, I always tell people, "I'm like, hey, I'm Northwest," and they're like, "Oh, okay, so you're somewhat normal." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like 20 minutes from Iowa, 20 minutes from Nebraska and Kansas. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> within them." I don't know where it is in Missouri, but I remember hearing a story about the Landers Theater in Missouri. That's got to be a big thing out there because it, it was um, it was in Springfield. I'm pretty sure it's in Springfield as well. There was like fires, stabbings, accidental deaths. This theater has like went through a ton of stuff. I guess locals and uh, performers, they apparently see all these ghosts and um, people will, um, people go there. They can see other ghosts of people that have perished. And um, apparently a janitor randomly died there. Have you, have you heard of this? So, I, I mean... There's a ride. Uh, we went to Branson, so that's near uh, Springfield, about 30 minutes away. And mm-hmm. um, they have a ride that they're discontinuing that's been around for like 40 years. And it talks about a guy burning, and his name is Le- Ned. Ned. I want to say Ned Flanders, but it isn't. It's Ned Flanders, I think, is what it was. But hmm. they uh, he the bald knobbers or whatever they caught the theater and the say house that again. on fire. What was it? The it's called bald, bald knobbers. Yeah. Yeah, huh. the things you see in Southern Missouri, man, it is. Uh, it, Branson's a special place. Let me tell you. So I was going to ask you. Actually, I was talking to Matt a while back, and uh, about the. We won't get into details because it's really odd stuff. But if you're watching this right now, the Rulo, Nebraska stuff from the mid '80s. Have you heard about all that stuff? The weird cultish stuff that happened. Yeah, so I'm I'm 25, 30 minutes away from Rulo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I figured yep. you weren't too far because I know Rulo's literally by Fall City right in the corner of Nebraska. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Spit in Kansas and touch, you know, Missouri with your left foot kind of a thing. Right. And 
man, there's some wild stuff that could have been turned into a documentary, a, a ten-parter on Netflix with the, some of the stuff that happened in Rulo in the mid mid to late '80s. Um, same thing with I think during that time it was also when um, there was uh, McElroy. I think I can't remember what was his name, um, but you know the movie In Broad Daylight. Brian Dennehy starred in it back in the '80s. That's in Missouri as well. Um, okay. It's in a small town. Um, Skidmore is what it is. And there was also a Skidmore's in danger. We don't go to Skidmore. That place is still weird as shit. So not only was there the town bully that uh, the town ended up shooting this guy in broad daylight. And still to this day, nobody knows who did it. So they made a movie about it or whatever. But uh, there was also a lady who was doing a Facebook marketplace sale and she was pregnant and some lady stole her baby. That also happened in Skidmore. Yes. So I think like two people have shown up missing in Skidmore too. Yeah, just you don't go to Skidmore. Mm-hmm. I feel I like mean, any of the S's in Missouri Springfield, Skidmore, what else is an S in Missouri you should probably avoid? St. Louis. St. Louis, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that, that should have been the obvious one. <laughs> huh. So, all right. Well, we're going to stay away from Missouri. Um, Very definitely wise. there. But apparently there's two I stumbled upon. Well, I was just kind of looking at there's like there's this article by the Reader's Digest of all things. And don't worry, they're a trusted friend in a complicated world. That's their headline. Uh, apparently, they the for anybody that's into like the paranormal stuff, they they broke down the 50 spookiest urban legends from every single state. And I was like, oh, next. But the first one's Alabama. Right. And you're going, oh, roll tide, baby. It's called the Huggin' Molly. The legend of Huggin' Molly. And I'm, I'm like, interested. Right. And and I'm thinking, brain, I mean, I feel like our brains are definitely going there. Some of them are probably a little bit dirty, probably some cousin loving or something. But apparently the legend of Hugamali is clearly um, a tool used by parents to get their children to obey the rules. The story native to Abbeville, I think, A-B-B, Abeville. There's two B's in it, so I went Ab-B, but I don't know. I can't Abby. pronounce it. Uh, tells of a phantom woman who appears to children if they stay out late at night. She grips the lingering children so tightly in the, and then screams in their ears. She's not meant to cause death, just one hell of a fright. I approve of her. How do we get her? Does she Is she available by appointment? I think, yeah, I think she has an OnlyFans. You guys can check out OnlyFans.com slash Huggin' Molly. And it's got to have oh. the H-U-G-G-I-N apostrophe Molly. We don't, we don't need good grammar <laughs> down in those parts, but... Uh, <laughs> Mouth hugs. Let's go. Roll Tide. Uh, hug and Molly. Yeah, it wasn't exactly where I was going, but yeah, there's all sorts of shit if anybody's into that. And uh, fans of the Reader's Digest, there's all sorts of weird stuff. Hmm. Florida. We got to look at Florida real quick. Just called Captain Tony's. Captain Tony's. Since 1852, Captain Tony's, the oldest saloon in the Key West, has been known to be haunted. Door slam and all sorts of stuff. and Probably just stupid shit. Apparently, it was a town that was used once to hang pirates. So there's hmm. Captain Tony's, but uh, I was I was listening to a podcast the other day, and obviously I think every just about everybody has listened to a Joe Rogan podcast at some point. They're so long. I mean, he goes on these podcasts. They're three, four hours, most of them. And I, 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 you know, they had one with Post Malone the other day. It was like four, almost five hours. And occasionally they just took a break to take a leak. He was just puffing darts, having beers, just having a good conversation. But the other day he had, you know, he's always had these celebrities and fighters and stuff like that. But he had somebody on. That I thought was interesting, so I wanted to read. And it was, uh, what the hell was his name? The Cowboy Python, I think is his name. I'm going to look this up real quick. I think his name was a Cowboy Python. Is it the adult industry? <laughs> See? 
that's I was just weird. I was like, Python cowboy. You know what he does? He he just hunts pythons. Like that's what he does. He's a python hunter, cowboy python in Florida, which I didn't realize Florida apparently has a huge python problem. I mean, they're oh. like overtaking shit. And so I started kind of listening. And I'm like, oh well, it must be just from people releasing pets and this and that. And he had all these like crazy theories about you know people the whole like pest controlling pests. You know what I mean? Like they he thought that. Because he also does shit like he catches chameleons or lizards or some kind of lizard down there. That's a big problem there. But apparently these people can take these lizards. They breed, which apparently they have two peckers. I didn't know that. Lucky bastard. Yeah, or iguanas. They're iguanas, not chameleons. Iguanas. They got they got two dicks. So they hang out in fives. So you got these, igua- or these, yeah, these iguanas with two dicks just having sex with at least five, like, at around. And then they're multiplying and they're just everywhere. And these people are spending like a couple hundred dollars and making thousands because they then sell them. So not only is the the iguana having a good time, these people are making a ton of money. But then like the pythons, they, they brought these in there, and he said it's like a huge, huge problem. And I didn't I didn't realize that shit. And he was also saying that one python can lay like seventy eggs, seventy, and they go on the ground. I guess a lot of these. So he's got some special dog, and the dog can find out these dens, and then he goes in there with a camera, and he's like, "Okay, guess I got to go in and get this python." That. <laughs> First of all, that dog needs to be paid more as well. Like that, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't Seventy that? eggs? No, I'm out. Fuck that. But he got real. He got real popular because a, a video went viral, obviously online, where he was bit when he was trying to get a 17 foot python, and apparently it weighed 170 pounds, almost as much as him. And when he was trying to do it, it like bit him. And apparently, when they bite you, they don't fucking let go of you until you're dead or they can wrap you or whatever. But for some reason it, it, he thought it didn't have a good grip. So it like let go for a little bit. So he was able to get in there and he is gushing blood trying to, he's like, I was just staying calm. Cause I knew every time my heart beat, I was losing more blood. So he said, and I knew that, you know, they're cold blooded animals that eventually calm down. So he gets it to calm down. He has a bag to catch. Cause he tries to catch them live and do, like release them or whatever. Some shit. So he took the bag that, cause the snake couldn't fit and it was way too big. He used it as a tourniquet. And then when the snake calmed down, he like dragged himself in this 170 pound snake to the boat to get a gun to kill the snake. What? Like, how bad is bad is his mother? I mean, born and raised in Florida, he is does, Florida. Does he have his own show? He should. He, I think yeah, he definitely has. I think his own YouTube and stuff because he he says something about in the thing where he um, like wears like a shoulder cam and a GoPro or something like that. I think it's just Python Cowboy. I mean, like Discovery or Nat Geo or, you know, True TV or something. Yeah, yeah. So I just, yeah, just real quick. Yeah, I just looked it up. He does have a YouTube. It's uh, Python Cowboy, at Python Cowboy. He's got 236 subscribers. He's got to be, I mean, he's on the Joe Rogan show. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Do you think when Joe calls people, he's like, hey, do you have like, you know, August 14th available? And they're like, yeah, you know how, what, what times? He's like, all day. We film all fucking day, baby. All Clear day. schedule. Yep, all day. Yeah, and just I, I I started looking looking at a studio and stuff. What a what a fucking what a what a guy. What a just studio. And I know some people don't like him. And to be honest, I, I get through you know some of the episodes, and a lot of it turns political. You know he 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 that's what he does. So I kind of skip forward through that. But man, he's just able to talk and just have conversations, and he just knows so goddamn much. I'm hoping by listening to him, 
my brain somehow is a sponge, but then I Googled it and your brain's really only a sponge for like the first year or so. So mm-hmm. I'm not really soaking up anything, <laughs> anything new. I'm losing a lot. I'm not soaking up anything new. Yeah. It's crazy. It was absolutely people come up to me and think, do you remember this? I'm like, stop right there. I do not. <laughs> Save your words. Yep. Yep. So what, uh, what else you guys been up to? Anything good? Anything else going on? Yeah. <sighs> Not a whole hell of a lot, man. You know me. Yeah. You know what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Focusing mm-hmm. on trying to get my feet feet beneath me, and you know, waiting and watching for the next shoe to fall, so to speak, when it comes to something wrong with the house yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they say it comes in threes. One one thing that we were talking about before we pressed record was Eubin um, was kind of you know praising, and this isn't to like pump up. Right, we don't need to pump him up anymore. We love Brandon, but we we and I, I've said I've said the same thing to him. I'm like, dude. You have such an awesome thing going with with the Facebook page. Obviously, all the other socials. Feel free to check them out. Brandon J. McDermott. Buy his book, Ben and Brandon. But uh, one thing that that I absolutely love and it's hilarious, and, and I know Eubin was there, was the the food memes. You, you, you throw out these food memes, and they're fucking awesome. And if you guys haven't, again, check them out. They're fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I mean, you have to just giggle before you post half of these, or probably all of them. It's it's one of those yeah it's like and you know this Matt when you create videos and you know it's funny and like mm-hmm. here's how here's how <laughs> here's how I know a video is going to be good not if a video is going to hit off or if a meme is going to go if I'm like sitting there after recording it just like <laughs> laughing because this shit made me giggle this joke that I just told was the dumbest funniest thing and I know other like minded folks like me are going to laugh at it whether it's two hundred or two thousand that's where I like I tell people like. If you're doing your videos or doing whatever and you're creating stuff that makes you laugh, man, that's all that matters. Yeah, and so that's what when I'm seeing those memes. I'm the same way. When I see one at night, I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna be great tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And when I said that yours is, you know, the first one that usually pops up every single time, I tested it. I opened up my Facebook and it probably won't. Yeah. Well, you're the first one on there. Uh, it's your why don't grocery stores participate in Black Friday? one that's the first one that popped up <laughs> i was like really but every single time man like your food ones i'm i honestly i kind of hate you at the same time because i was away from facebook for the longest time and then i was like well, i'll start posting on there but i was like i'm not gonna get invested in facebook i was like, i'm not gonna just mindlessly scroll through there and everything now every time i look i'm like you post another meme, random post another meme. This shit's good and everything. And one, I forgot which one it was again because my memory's garbage. But man, there was one that had me just dying. I was taking a shit. I cannot lie, but I was in the toilet. Just not only was I shitting, but I was crying at the same time. Like Da Vinci couldn't have painted a better picture. This is fucking. It was beautiful. You know, I appreciate hearing that. I, I'll say this. I know this isn't Triple T. I know that we don't really get into social media stuff a lot, and we try to dodge it. Not try to, but. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily the topic of combo, but um, I'll say this, both from a creator's perspective and a viewer's perspective, and for me, the viewer, I think Facebook has done a really good job over the last 18 months with incorporating reels and uh, just keeping people on the app. People make fun of like, well, Facebook's going to go away. Meta's going to go away. Well, they changed their name. It's stupid. But I mean, what they've done for, there's some stuff they've done that hasn't been great, when it comes to the creator side of things, we won't go there. But um, yeah, I mean, I get much more feedback from folks on Facebook, mostly because the demographic tends to be 25 to 44 and not a little younger with some of the other apps we've used. Um, and and I'm not 
hanging out with those folks, hanging out with folks my age. And so that's where I kind of hear a lot of this stuff from anyway. But um, yeah, it's, it's kind of done the thing that those folks hated. I hate this app and that app because it's just these short, stupid videos of people are dancing and stuff. And now look what you're watching and your grandma's watching it and your aunts are watching it. And your dad's sitting there watching videos about guys changing oil and, you know, melting copper and turning it into, you know, shapes of new knives and things like that. <laughs> it is what you want it to be. And I think Facebook is really, at least in 21, 22, 23 has really perfected that. Uh, or at least is in the act of doing that. And anyway, yeah. yeah. Facebook's a great place to be for, for viewers and for creators. Now, with that being said, are you taking Zuck over Musk in the, uh, the MMA fight? I you know what's funny is I don't give two two hoots and a scoot as the old me neither. But no, to your point, I don't know. But I've seen video or photos of those dudes now. I used to make fun of Zuck like everybody else did. Right, dude is ripped, dude. Like, <laughs> and you make that much money, you gotta be setting aside, you know, so many hours with the best trainer in the world. Right. To, you know, I want you to make me the greatest in eighteen months with twenty minutes a day. You know, like <laughs> that's yeah, what I mean. But. He's going to be like Drago. He's going to get steroids yeah. and everything. Like that dude is going to be, it's going to be insane. And I didn't think it was real. Everyone kept saying like, oh, Musk is challenging Zuck to like a fight. And apparently they're going to televise it. And I was like, nah. I was like, this is just a stupid tweet thing again or whatever. Like whatever. And they're like, no, Zuck even responded. Like this is fucking real. And I'm like, oh, no. So once I did, I was kind of like, I'm kind of interested. But then I lost interest. And then someone said something about they were going to donate all the proceeds to the charity or something. And they showed a picture, like you were saying, of Zuck being just ripped. And they're like, he studies Taekwondo or something. And he's, he, he knows martial arts. And like, just the fact that Elon Musk is always like, I'll beat you up, boy. And they're like, they're like, dude, how old are you? Like, you're fucking like, really? Like, come on. And then you see him. He's a no, he's, I'm almost in better shape than that guy. Like, he shouldn't be talking shit at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's funny because I just looked up like the odds and apparently, you know, degenerate gambler. Um, apparently when it, when it first came out or whatever, the action network reported the odds open, uh, Musk 52 years old was a plus three fifty when the fight agreed the book had Zuckerberg at a minus 500 favor, but apparently the books are saying that around 94% of the butt bets, not butts, maybe the butts too. the butts of the bets are backing Musk, meaning the line has shortened. They now have it a plus two thirty. Give me so, an honest. Give me yeah, a I, I would honestly, I think at this point, I don't have any political care about one or the other over the other. Or people hate, I think, Musk a lot more when it comes to politics or like him a lot more, depending on how you feel. I honestly think, I think if I'd take Zuck on that money, I would. Same. Just on, just on what I've seen. And you've heard also, like, Zuck came out today, I think, even and said, um, I shouldn't date this podcast, but uh, came out today and said that um, it's on hold because... Musk is just kind of faking. He says, Oh, I got an injury. I need surgery and I got to rest up and let's practice in your backyard or something like that. And he's like, yeah, and it, <laughs> I, I don't have time for this. I actually want to want to do this with, with folks who are willing to do it. And if you're not, then whatever, let's not waste our time, but we'll Damn. see. They are really yeah up there. And, and it's great. I mean, what would I say? Musk was 52 Zuckerberg's 39. And he's an alien. So, I mean, that's 39 in alien years. It's gotta be right. They're both probably aliens. Uh, but apparently they were contacted by Italy to fight at the Coliseum, which is wild. I mean, what? that's, you know, yeah. Apparently they're going to fight at a Coliseum. 
like an actual coliseum that's they should have lions and shit out there I mean, yeah they're I mean, they're talking about the coliseum like actually fighting in the the actual coliseum in rome so who knows but um that's insane 39.52. I mean, that's not quite the difference in age between my stepfather and myself. I think that's about 16 years. Uh, but did, it brings me this question. I want to say this. Did you guys ever have that time in your life with your father or stepfather or whoever else where you were like, all right, I'm 16, I'm 17, and you kind of challenge him a little bit, like you kind of push the envelope, and, and he's like, you know what? If you want to do it, son, we're going to go in the backyard. You ready? Let's go. Did you guys ever have that? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, man. No, I was just no, I yeah, I did, and uh, yeah, it never it never really turned out in my favor. It was to the point where, thankfully, I was at that age, and I was like, all right, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go, old man. And he was still in fairly good shape, uh, wasn't a thing. And then you get a little bit old, and you're like, I have no interest to fucking with this guy. And my brother, <laughs> much smaller guy, there was no way he was ever going to challenge, uh, let alone the old man, let alone me. I don't even think he could kick my ma's ass, but um, but yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, same. I mean, so my, uh, my dad, uh, I, he, we didn't have a very good relationship, so I didn't see him from the time I was nine until I got married. And so whenever I invited him to my wedding or whatever, and, uh, at the bachelor party, uh, he started talking a lot of shit about my mom and mind you, this dude is five, seven, I'm six, two. So mm. I grabbed him by the throat and I finally had that moment. I was like, you're not going to do a fucking thing guy. And I was like, no. And so he got to go to my wedding with a black eye and also on his plane ride home. So yeah, I had that moment and that was the last time I, uh, I spoke to him. So fuck that guy. Well, hopefully <laughs> I didn't bring up any bad memories for you, but um, no, no, very similar for me, but I will say this. God blessed me with uh, the art of gab. I'm able to use my words very well. I am not a fighter. I am not a fighter. I, I can probably wrestle with you, and, and if I get on top of you, I'm going to try to hold on to you and, and just kind of crush you. But if, if that doesn't... dirty to me. I was like, God damn, I'm hard. Woo! <laughs> but I will say this. I remember it was like 2006, and I'm about 20. And my stepdad is, again, about 16 years older than me. So he's about 38, 36 or so. And I remember we got in an argument and I was leaving the house because they were kicking they were kicking me out and I was gonna go find somewhere else to live. And I'm I'm at the bottom of like this probably 20 stairs, and he's at the top of the stairs at the at the house. And I just remember yelling and just trying to say everything I could to tick him off. He's like, Let's go, let's go. And I'm like, Oh, you're all washed up, old man. You ain't got it anymore, you know. And he was all <laughs> you oh, could see he's just getting red and <laughs> that's what they never came to fruition, but yeah. How old are you? And that's what they keep asking. How old are you? It's like, underage, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully that didn't uh, pan out too bad. Look at that. Finally, something that panned out in all of our favors. All right. Now, now that we're that age and, and we have kids coming up, then it's going to be something like, oh, shit. Okay. We got it. And it kind of reminded me, too, because we were at a, a party or wedding reception yesterday and the brother-in-law his son's that, uh, I don't know how old he is, 10, 12-ish, but he's kind of got that feisty, you know, come on, Dad, come on, they're doing this play. And I'm just like, oh, boy, like, you're not going to want to do that. And then he just, <laughs> you know, when you you kind of hit that dad the wrong way, and it's just like, okay, that actually stung a little. Now I'm, I went from annoyed to a little pissed, and the, the instinct just comes out like, and it was just, Bloop! and he was just mm. like, oh. Remember, son, you're not quite there yet, but <laughs> I same thing with the nerf guns. Like my son, he was I was like, Hey, my middle child, I was like, 
pause. Let me load your toddler brother's gun here real quick. He's screaming. Let's let's look. You know, next thing I know, shot in the temple. And I'm like, all right, you get one. That was it. I was like, stop. Turned around again. He got me in the same spot almost in the eye. I mean, not even 10 seconds after. I had a whole thing. I was like, hey, I'm trying to help him. Don't be a dick. Like, hold on. Hold on. And he got me. I was just like, immediately, I had the automatic one. I unloaded on him. I got within two inches. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. stop that. It hurts. I'm like, I told you it did, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Got to get him back. I'm probably CPS is going to be on my door. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Probably in the morning. That's no. fine. I don't want to go in the work in the morning. <laughs> Thankfully, this isn't going to air for a couple of days. So we're good. Unless it's good. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll end up getting you on a Friday or the following Monday. But either way, you're, you're good for Although, like our phones, they're always listening and watching. That's true. I would say if you are trying to get me on a Friday, I close fist every time. Just that's how they go to sleep. Get me out of work on Friday. <laughs> Man, we went from Brandon holding us down and wrestling us to close fists. And I know everybody is moist just like me, but uh, this oh, is God uh, damn. This is this is a little bit different, but I, I had one of these I had one of these days today where um I think it was kind of one of these moments where you're like, oh fuck. I think my parents are really getting old. You know what I mean? I'm almost 40. They're getting up there in age and all of a sudden they're doing this garage sale and they're just getting rid of all their shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, here's the midlife crisis. I thought they already went through this a couple of times. Maybe they go through another crisis. So they're just going down there and it made me feel old. I don't know why we keep segueing or talking about on episodes about us being old and, and uh, you know, this nostalgic stuff. But they're like, hey, we're getting rid of all these movies. Come get whatever you want. And I didn't have the heart to throw away all these VHS, DVDs, CDs. And I actually, you can't see it in the, in the background, but in the studio, I'll show you guys after, or I'll send a picture. I ended up taking them and putting them in my studio. And I'm going to, and I mean, we had Ninja Turtles, the movie How High. What else we got in here? Um, Jurassic Park, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Ghostbusters, Slapshot, all these VHSs. I'm like, I can't get rid of these. And if anything, they're studio nostalgia now. And I'm like, fuck. That was another one, McDermott, your, your damn ramen noodle. 
uh, stand. That was a good one. I like that. It was an old uh, DVD rack stand. They're like, the I ones that were like, it was like the 90s or early 2000s. Yes. Where it was yeah. Like, it wasn't like a, a DNA strand. <laughs> it was so, I was like, that is brilliant. I was like, that is a good use for it. But now, Matt, take your ramen noodles off. You're going to have to put your DVDs in there. Yeah. <sighs> And it's crazy because, um, you know, one of the one of the kids was like, hey, uh, I, w- I want a DVD. I want a TV and DVD player and VHS player in my room. I want to watch these movies. And it's like, cool. Where are you going to find one? So just for fun, I was like, VHS. But you got to be able to find one. I mean, for 10, 20 bucks, something, not a big deal. I couldn't find jack shit online. So I went to eBay and there was one for like 200 bucks or something. And I'm like, God damn. And then apparently, you know, uh, the, the, the the wife's parents we're like, yeah, we asked you guys a couple of months if you wanted one. We had like three of these laying around. We don't need them. Anymore. We brought them to the dump. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, kid, you're not watching this. So I'm like, let's try to find a DVD player. So we were able to secure a DVD player that the that the old man, but it's like, gee, I just, you know? I, think, I think back to when I got rid of my NES and then I got rid of my SNES and then I got rid of my Nintendo 64 and my Dreamcast and down the line. How many of these people are trying to gather up and buy now? And they mm-hmm. may not be worth thousands, but they're worth just as much or as much as they were worth, uh, you know, when they came out. Yeah. And, uh, what I could have done with them, or at least had the games still. Now exactly. I don't give a shit. I don't yeah, give a nothing anymore. I have every single game. I even have like Blockbuster tags from whenever I used to buy the games from Blockbuster as well. And so, I mean, I, I kept everything. I can. Even whenever uh, I was playing my PS2, I had the memory card and it would load um, like your time trials on certain racing games and be like, hey, your fastest lap and stuff. It still kept all this. I was like, and then I whooped my fucking 12 year old's ass, like my 12 year old self ass. I was like, I was shit at this game. I was like, I am way better now. (laughs) I know. I was just going to ask you, did you beat the high? You did. Oh, just wipe the now. Playing some of these older games, like older games like Punch Out, and then even like some of the older Mario games. I think we talked about this before. It's a bitch. Yeah, I'm trying. Really like, I hate this. It is. Yep. And 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 one thing too that that kind of made me go down this thing was like the Sony Betamax. It was like a 70s, 80s, and I remember hearing about this. It, it was it went to war with the VHS, mm-hmm. and it lost badly. But it could have been the thing, and it just had terrible sales. And then Sony continued to make them till like 2002. You know what I mean? Like they just failed and they case. just couldn't accept. Then they finally did. And then they stopped with the Betamax videotapes in 2016. I mean, they leaned into it and it just kind of led me down this thing. Like, all right, that's a terrible thing. Like, that's just terrible business in my opinion, but Sony has all this money, but I want I said, all right, that's got to be one of the worst inventions ever. And then I was like, oh shit, what my else? Breath was a terrible right. invention you know what i mean you, right. you can go ahead i was just it just brought me down this hole of like what uh, what were other inventions that were just fucking terrible you know what i mean my grandfather had the the betamax and we uh i mean it was he had one from the late 70s early 80s i don't remember maybe mid mid 80s i don't remember yeah it was the system where the remote was connected with a wire to the betamax so you could take it like four feet but that's it. Or else you pull the thing out the wall. <laughs> and he had a couple of tapes. I noticed. I was like, what is this? The devil and Mrs. Jones. What is this deep throat? What is this? <laughs> never, never got to play because I don't know how to work the damn thing. But I mean, laser disc. I mean, even the, the big old laser discs that were, you know, you had to play movies on. And some people swear by them or swore by them, I guess you could say. 
I mean, the bet. So the Betamax, they were capable of having higher resolutions than VHS tapes. You know what I mean? And obviously, then DVDs came along because there was, I think, five hundred lines of resolution on a Betamax, where VHS had like two twenty or two forty lines on the. Re- I mean, it was double the resolution, and I mean, there was just a thicker shell, like, and they were quieter, and it was just they they held up. Like, it made sense to a lot of people that Betamax should have been the better option. But VHS was the one, and I'm not, I'm not sure why. But uh, like I said, there, and so there, like I said, there, just other shit that just kind of blew my mind for shitty inventions. And the other one that popped in my brain was the Google glasses. Do you remember those See, things? They should bring those back. That was right. ahead of its time, right? Because I mean, everybody was just like, "Oh, you don't want to stare at computer monitors all day. You don't want to do this. It's going to hurt your eyes. It's going to do this." But then, yeah, apparently, 2012. The Google Glasses came out and they were banned from being worn like in casinos, movie theaters, uh, behind the wheels of cars. And then in three years later, 2015, Google was like, nope, done. That's just crazy. Right. I do remember those coming out. And I was like, I kind of want to get a pair of those. And I think they, like you said, just ahead of their time. I guarantee within the next 10 years, something like that will come out again, especially now with the uh, the earplugs now that can translate language in, in an instant. So you could be at a like nail salon and listen to everybody talking shit on you. <laughs> That's yeah. a thing. I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's it's like the true babble fish, and it's um, I I don't want to say it's I, I thought it was like up to seven different languages. It could be more, but it was um, but it, it would you can he- hear it in real time and it would translate what they were saying to you. The VO AI is that what it's called? Maybe I don't know. It was something to do with a uh, it was like earpieces, almost like wearing like Samsung Galaxy buds, almost, and this it says- was just. Oops, sorry. This is Levio AI um, was the first multi-purpose hearing device that not only sounds better than other hearing aids, but it also lets you train your uh, track your brain and body health, stream music, phone calls from your smartphone, and translate languages. So that's just a hearing aid. It must not be the right thing. I don't huh. know. It was something, and it was. Uh, I just saw another video on it. I think maybe last week. If I figure, if I find it, I most likely liked it. I don't know. I'm very bad about like. Oh, that video was freaking amazing swipe and i'm like oh shit i didn't like it <laughs> yeah i went down but, a rabbit hole yesterday of trying to explain uh just an awesome video and account that i found didn't like it somehow didn't follow it but i think i did on one of my other accounts or something i'm like god damn it i could and i was googling and google it took me about 45 minutes to find it and it was this guy he he redesigned the dorito bag and he was just and that's what the video got like 10 11 million or something i think it was on instagram and he took the Dorito and was like, these things are so unhealthy. They're, let's make it more presentable. And he put this like farm. He put these chips and then put it like a reddish tint to it. Did all these like just laid it. And I was like, holy shit. He made the Dorito bag look healthy. And then he redid the Jurassic Park logo instead of the just that red and, you know, yellow in the outline. He actually took it, put wood around it, vines, cracked rocks, put them in there like a fossil. It was fucking killer. Like this dude, if he doesn't already, he's going to make so much money designing shit. It was awesome. My kids did show me something that apparently you can check your watch history on TikTok. So if you do accidentally swipe and it refreshes, you can go back to your watch history and it'll take you back to that for you page again or that series. I didn't know either because I was over there like, God, because my toddler, of course, grabbing the phone. And I was like, that was a good video. Why did you why did you swipe away? No. And my daughter was like, was it here? Old dude, like, come here, like, boom, boom, boom. Watch history. I'm like, oh, 
how how long have we been able to do that? She's like, I don't know, for a long time. She's like, she's like, aren't you, don't you do the TikTok? Like, what the hell? I'm like, shut up. Like, I only make them. I don't know how to run the damn app. It takes me four hours to make a minute, a minute and seven minute video. Leave me alone. They, uh, I, I do get made fun of whenever I, I do try to make a video because I'm like, hey, I'm going to go uh, make a video real quick, which is usually code word for I'm going to go toke up at least a little puff puff real quick and then make mm -hmm. a video. But they're like, seen an hour, dad. And I'm like, it doesn't take me an hour to make a video. And they're like, and then I time myself. I go, fuck, it does. <laughs> it's like, shit. So let me ask you, do you feel awkward making a TikTok in front? Like, could you comfortably sit down in your house with your kids around knowing that they wouldn't say anything? And make it and make a video, or do you feel awkward as fuck? Awkward as fuck. <laughs> it's a weird yeah. thing, right? Because I you see people in public, not so much up here, but when you travel and, and do stuff, you see people they're out there dancing in the middle of the thing, they're doing this, and they say it's just normal for me. Like I, I, I did a video when I was in Vegas and I found a funny sound that was like, Oh shit, that's a lot of people, or something like that. And it was like a kid comedian that was randomly there. And I look and I'm I'm in public trying to do this with a ton of people. I felt so goddamn awkward. None of those people gave a shit that they were nope. on it never saw it but i felt so goddamn awkward and when i do one of those like reactions because i don't put any effort into my videos sorry to anybody that actually watches them i'm like <laughs> and shaking the camera and i'll do that once in a while and the kids are in the room and i'm like it doesn't matter i'm, I'm just duetting there's no sound whatever and i'm just doing it <laughs> and they're all staring at me and they're like why are you so weird why do people i go people don't really watch it i don't know I, it's just what i do and it's they're like oh. but i found out a little bit of a like a hack or a cheat code which I guess not really hacker cheat code, but all these dudes that I was down in Vegas with Robert and Logan and those guys that, that do a lot and, and obviously Tyson, but he doesn't have this. So Robert and Logan, they got kids that are on the app all the time, like, you know, teenagers and this and that and wives and everything. They get hand fed funny audios like they do some of the funniest audios, just like lip syncing and just doing stuff. And they just get fed these audios from their kids, from their wives. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. I was like, can I get it? Like, I need a team. I need a TikTok team or an Instagram team and, you know, all these videos. And then they're like, yeah, it's brilliant, man. I just save it. I just whenever I just do this and this. And that's, you know, it's perfect. I'm like, man, that's bullshit. <laughs> my, uh, my wife and kids share TikToks with each other, but um, they, they don't, they don't look up dad on, uh, mm. on, on TikTok for very good reasons. So, um, I usually, uh, apparently their friends and teachers have found me occasionally. So they're like, saw your dad on TikTok. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, first of all, if I'm popping up on your for you page, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is tailored for you. And if I'm on your for you page, like, do you partake in a uh, vegetarian devil's lettuce? Do you guys like this? Like, what are you doing? We should hang out more. Parent teacher conferences will be a lot more fun. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> but it's, uh, I have like, we were doing the be real thing I mentioned earlier and yep. like, now I got all these damn kids trying to say, hey, tell your dad to add me. I'm like, I'm not adding a fucking kid on Be Real. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, no. I had a guy uh, come to help with my air conditioning yesterday that went down, and uh, they did a great job fixing it. So if you're watching, thank you. Thank um, you. But there thank were you for two your service. Dudes, there were two dudes, and one of the guys went out to the truck, and the other guy was like, hey, Billy, not the guy's name. No. Bill, Billy thinks he knows who you are. He, he pulled up on his phone and she said, is this this is this that guy? I swear I know him. So the guy comes in and he goes, hey, I got to ask, man, are, are you on TikTok? And you're like, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, I kind of get a good kick out of it. That's funny. I do have some. Go ahead. Uh, oh, no, I was just going to say, and that's even like more awesome because you're in the new house. You're in a new town, in a new area, and you're having like the first service style interaction and, and shout out Billy and the AC people. They're like, I know this guy. 
you know, but could that potentially just be a move? Like, I mean, if you do that to 10 people, how many of you think are going to be like, I'm on TikTok. I can't believe you saw that. Even if it's like a cringy TikTok or a guy that, yeah, I'm on there. I can't believe you saw me. But it wasn't a movie. You, you, like, they knew you knew you. Right, right. Yeah. So um, going back to the conversation about VHS for Betamax, and I know yeah. it's a way long time ago, but I found an article. Okay. I remember watching like a documentary about why it failed, and I couldn't mm-hmm. remember exactly why. But here's a quote from an article from 2003. Betamax had owned the market, but it lost because Sony got one simple decision wrong. It chose to make smaller, neater tapes that lasted for an hour, whereas the VHS manufacturers used basically the same technology with bulkier tape that lasted two hours. Instead of poring over sound and picture quality, reviewers could simply have taken the systems home. Their spouses, children, their grandparents, and everybody, they would quickly have found out and told them the truth. We're going out tonight and I want to record a movie. That Betamax tape is useless. It isn't long enough. Get rid of it. So, uh, I mean, that's the obvious thing. But, you know, later in the game, I remember in the late 90s, early early 2000s, you could extend that. I don't remember what it was, a SLP, whatever it was, to four hours or to six hours. You could slow down the tape and record along. You remember that now? Oh, yeah, because going through those, yeah, to call, you know, a little callback in there, going through those, there was a bunch of homemade or not homemade, but the, the blank tapes. And there was two, three, four movies on them because it was it was always a big thing where you could have multiple movies on one because they extended it. And I was like, yeah, what a time. That's man. where you get one that's like Terminator, Time Cop, last episode of Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was wild to be able to, you know, steal essentially movies, TV shows and just watch them whenever. I mean, you could rent them for whatever it was back in the day, like you said, you know, rent or buy from Blockbuster. And then you could just watch the movies. And while you're watching them, you just had a second VCR and you were just recording onto it. And it's wild. The technology we had, even in the late nineties, I could tell my grandpa, Hey, I want you to record Monday night raw for me. I was a big wrestling fan and he would, and how he would do it was he wouldn't sit there and hit record at eight o'clock on the dot. He would set his VHS or VCR to, which was plugged in somehow to the cable box. I don't know how it worked, but he put in a code, basically record this channel from this time to this time. And the VCR would turn on and start recording. You had to have the tape loaded and everything, but it would start and do it, do its thing. And he could come back that night or wake up the next morning and pull off the tape Monday night, raw August 4th and give it to me. Yep. So we, we, we make fun of how we were in the nineties with technology and sure we've come a long way. And in, and in some instances, a very long way, but mm-hmm. we weren't like, you know, like busting up, you know, rock walls in a cave, you know, making paintings or anything like that. We had our technology. They were in Alabama. Roll Tide. Speaking of nineties, do you, does anybody remember? And I don't know why this triggered my memory, probably because I was thinking about stupid inventions and shit that failed, but when Coors, tried bringing out their own water did you guys did you guys any did you guys see so apparently coors or coors light um or what was always the joke like coors light you know the water with the you know no it's close to or what what does coors light and a boat have in common they're both close to water or something like that Mm -hmm. that corny joke um probably butchered it my bad but either way they (laughs) decided to make a water Saying, you know, because they're always like, oh, you're going to drink the Rocky Mountain waters and our stuff's clear. They, they made a water that um, that had sparkling flavored waters and all sorts of other shit. 
and apparently, I mean, you guys never never heard of it, and I just rem- I, I never had it, but I remember it, and I just vaguely remember it just a Coors Rocky Mountain sparkling water, and it was just a glass bottle that just had the Coors stuff on it, and it was water. And was thinking, it you know a clear bottle then? Clear bottle, yeah, clear bottle. Uh, as far as far as I remember, and they sold them, I think, in like six packs, like beer. Like I mean, essentially, they marketed as beer, but for water. But I'm just thinking now, like if a beer company came out with some water, I mean, no, I know what the, the cost and the production and all the shit would be pretty terrible. But could you fucking imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, maybe they maybe they make some money. I bet it wouldn't work just because if they're already getting rid of um, jewel pods because they uh, attract children and stuff. I can only imagine mm. that uh, Coors label that looks like a beer bottle just because of how everything is nowadays. But in the 90s, that should have survived because that would have been awesome. <gasps> what? Right? I mean, original. Like Zima. It does right? look like Zima. You're right. But it did come in flavors. Look at this, right? Including, which by far, the strangest way to describe the taste of water, lemon, lime, and cherry. Oh. I mean, I mean, I'd try it. First uh, bottle was uh, water popular was in the 90s, like weirdly popular. A lot of a tap water is bad for you, they were saying. So they were trying to sell like, hey, it's got the Rocky Mountain water, 100% Rocky Mountain water. They were showing like pictures of like, you know, remember this Aaron Brockovich case? Drink this water. <laughs> yeah. Um, so while most people just didn't try it at all, there are reports of people who really like Coors ventured into sober drinking. Again, this makes sense because their water was already a selling point. It was just a selling point for beer, not water on its own. Fast forward a few decades, there was an attempt to get the Coors name in a hard seltzer, but apparently it was discontinued. So they not only couldn't win in the non-alcoholic game, they couldn't win in the seltzer game altogether. Look at this shit, though. We talk about these ads. You got a little OJ, you got a little OJ over here. You got this crazy 31 impossible scenarios that you're going to terrify you with a crazy raccoon and then just a Coors Light truck just delivering in the Rocky Mountains with the old. I got something for you. Yeah. Let's do so it here's uh, from an article about the Coors Rocky Mountain sparkling water. Oh, 2009 shit. from an article in A Woman's Day. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, let me we'll tell you about it when you're older. Right. Right. Well. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Dad. What's this thing supposed to be? Some guy wrote, that Coors sparkling water was the best sparkling water I ever bought. It was very wet. And it was thirst quenching. When we heard it was being discontinued, we bought up every case we could in town, but alas, quickly drank them too fast. And almost 20 years later, I still miss it. Damn. I don't know why my camera does this, but hopefully it'll fix itself. Now, it's is okay. there is there something that has been discontinued that you wish was still around? Like, what's your number one discontinued item that you that if you could bring back right now, what would it be? Oh, shit. there are several. Damn. I will say the uh, Dorito 3Ds, the originals. They mm-hmm. redid it a couple of years ago, and it wasn't the same. It was so. It was like it was literally like they took a Dorito and blew it with air. Of course, right. But the walls of it were so thin, and it was just the it, the dust dusted with the flavor seasoning was terrific. Those were great. They were great. Great. And the new ones were terrible too because they were what chili cheese something, and then like they weren't the regular Dorito like Cool Ranch and Nacho yeah. Cheese. And I'm like, what is what is this chili cheese and the other concoction? It was terrible. I agree with you. The originals were much better. Didn't they have like there was a pizza one that was great. Oh, and that's another thing. Oh, those pizza chips, oh. the Keebler pizza chips. You Fuck remember yes. those? 
Yes. Oh. Bring them back. Those Everything were... cycles back. Bring them back. Pizzerias. Mm. Mm. Oh, those are so good. Oh, my God. What, oh, um, what was one? What, something I was just reading the other day. It was McDonald's. And it was the like biggest promotional budget that McDonald's could ever have when they introduced the McDonald's Arch Deluxe. Oh, I remember that. Apparently, it was just the largest budget, um, and nobody friggin' bought it. Apparently, I guess it was what uh, like an upscale sandwich. Apparently, it was a soft, buttery, homestyle bun. And I'm just looking this up. Um, fresh uh, iceberg. What is it? Fr- for, yeah, fresh iceberg lettuce leaves, two for each serving. Sweet, uh, slivered Spanish onions. Obviously, great beef flavor can be enhanced with a distinct taste of hickory smoked bacon. A juicy, ripe, and delicious tomato slice, um, American cheese, quarter pounder patty, and McDonald's 100% domestic beef, and then on there, sweet, extra fancy tomato ketchup. So, see, I feel like they didn't lose though, just because, like, you know, they learned a lesson. They're like, hey, we put a lot of this money into this meal, it didn't work, the sandwich sucked. But then they're like, hey, we're just gonna celebrate grimace's birthday maybe just put on a shake or something and then fucking tiktok just goes crazy and they're like we can't stop selling these fucking shakes and that's just <laughs> and that's my uh so back to my dad again he's getting way too much air to fuck uh, that guy but yesterday was his birthday and so i made the joke i was like yeah was, you know my dad's birthday and we we're talking about how old we're getting i was like he's like i was like holy shit he just turned 72 i was like that motherfucker is old if he's still alive i don't know but uh so my toddler goes you don't have a dad. And I was like, yeah, you know, it was like, everybody has a dad, you know? And he's just like, Oh, I know who your dad is. And I was like, who is he? He was grimace. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, he's obsessed with grimace. So, grimace. I mean, McDonald's is making millions, right? McDonald's can prey on, uh, like young customers, but tobacco and alcohol and shit. They can't even sell sparkling water. But, um, let's, let's talk about this. Uh, for some reason, I accidentally clicked a thing. I, I spoke about Reader's Digest earlier. They have the top bi- or the, the biggest McDonald's menu fails of all time. Uh, so I want to okay. see how many of these you've had, uh, either of you, and, and if you liked them or if they should have. The first one they have is the McLobster. <laughs> Sir. Uh, it, it's it tried its hand at fancy seafood in '93. The McLobster was a heap of lobster lettuce in a bun, complete with lobster sauce. Uh, and I'm gonna throw this. Let's throw this up on the on the screen so anybody <laughs> that is watching this can can see what some of these look like. Anybody that's just listening, uh, go check out the the YouTube if you'd like. And uh, before we do this too, I did forget I was supposed to do this at the beginning of the show. Shout out the Lux Edition Network. Better late than never. Uh, I mean, only a couple of minutes left. But shout out the podcast of the month, Quad Pro Quo. And uh, again, part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Check it out, deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And check out our friends, Draft Top. You can see the Draft Top ticker has been on the YouTube the entire time. Check them out, drafttop.com. There's a link in there. Use code BEARDLAWS. You're going to save a bunch of money. I like to drink topless while I'm eating a McLobster. Look at this thing. Look at this nightmare. You know, that reminds me. I went to uh, I went to Connecticut, and I had the best. Now, some people say, you don't get the best of that in Connecticut, but the best lobster roll I've ever had, which isn't saying much because I'm in Nebraska, but, and then I went to the, I went to LaGuardia for LaGuardia for the ride home for the mm-hmm. plane ride home. And I bought a $22 lobster roll that looked a little uh, like that. And I was so sad and disappointed because instead of 
beautiful buttery lobster roll. You got mayonnaise that basically covered up the flavor of the lobster, and it was just awful with a bed of lettuce, like just like that. Oh, five ninety nine for that thing, not twenty. But apparently, holy shit, it's still available in Canada and parts of New England. Hmm. All right, we're gonna do a Canadian road trip, or if there's any Canadian viewers, let us know if you can still get the McLobster. Next up on this, apparently, menu fails the Hula Burger. You can't have a burger. The idea was no meat. You're just eating a burger with a pineapple slice. Yeah. Now I've had pineapple slices on top of burgers, and that's fucking great. But uh, a substitute for it with mustard and ketchup and pickles and onions and lettuce and tomato? No. No. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you there. But um, grilled ring of pineapple just on a burger? Well, at least it was in the '60s before any of us. So I guess we've never tried that one. So uh, that one's out of the bag. I don't know who this guy is, but that's an ad. Supersize me, supersize anything. Apparently, you could get the large size option for drinks. Fries were apparently successful and introduced in '93, and then 2004 they went ahead and did supersize me and old Morgan Spurlock. Do you <laughs> remember how great it was to get supersized drinks back in the day? And they were basically the size of big gulps. I want to give a shout out because when you go to McDonald's or you go to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a McDonald's large drink now. That is maybe 30 ounces. I don't know exactly how many ounces it is. Uh, definitely not 32. That is, this yeah. is my head in comparison. I don't have another cup to show you. And here's a here's a, a Taco Bell. Don't I'm a, I'm a fat ass, okay? I eat a lot of food, all right? No judgment. Judgment-free since 93, just like this. McDonald's, Taco Bell, side-by-side, Taco mm-hmm. Bell, McDonald's. But... I went to Taco John's. Are you guys familiar with that? Yes, I was going to say the same. They have the biggest fucking drinks, dude. It is the big gulp, my dude. Yeah, I know it's like 325. Don't give a shit. I Absolutely. I Mountain Dew, no ice. Oh, why didn't you want any ice? Because it's chilled already, Billy. And it's yes. delicious. And it's it'll last me all morning. It's great. I know, because that's every time. Because uh, in, in the town that I'm close to, Taco Bell and Taco John's are right across the street from each other. And my wife is always a Taco Bell fan. My kids are like, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. I'm like, well, I get you. It's cheaper. I get it. But I was like, the nachos, even the side of nachos, it ain't the little kid's size bag. You're getting almost a half a bag of fucking chips with your nachos. Not the little kid's bag that's like, oh, hey, I got six chips for $1.99. No, no. Those potato Olays they give you, too? They're so good. It's not like just regular. I don't know what they do with the seasoning. It's not regular uh, or the grease. My God, they may be double double frying, but I can't finish a large one. I can't. My stomach will just be like the six six pack and a pound. Yeah. Yeah. But like if if I'm, you know, the munchies or I'm leaving the bar after darts, Taco John's is open. My, 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 my fat meal is what I used to call it. I would splurge. I'm like, all right, I'm getting the side of their crispy chicken, the old stuff from like five years ago, not their new one. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I get a side of crispy chicken with nacho cheese, not ranch. I'm dipping that shit in the nacho cheese. Their nacho cheese, far superior than Taco Bell's. Not even close. Not even close. Ooh. Two beefy burritos, no onion. Used to be the back of the day. Now I hold. Now I get the onion. I've grown up a little bit. Well, get some of those with a side of nachos, and, or, um, you know, chips and cheese, and a large, back of the day Mountain Dew. I don't drink Mountain Dew anymore. But because again, that drink, you'd be like, "Is that is that enough drink for all this food I'm about to eat?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and then some. You're gonna you're gonna still have some of that in the morning. You're gonna wake up and be like, "God damn, it's a lot of nacho cheese I digested." Still cold. 
It's fucking amazing. I don't know what it is. Their cups are amazing too, except for the fact that if you keep that shit in the car for two days and you pick it up, it's going to fall. There is no mm. in between. Either it will last you forever or it won't last you a day. It's terrible. Are they like the paper cups? Or yeah. like the plasticky, papery, whatever they were, whatever they're made out of? Uh, yeah, like the, the paper. Like the, uh, yeah, I'd say the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like glossy no paper. Yeah. Yeah. They used to have Choco tacos before they got rid of them. Damn. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I've never uh I've, I've never heard of or been to a Taco John's. I'm really missing out, I guess. Um, so what I always tell people, so since I, I grew up in the West, it's very close. I would say, have you ever had Del Taco? I've heard of it, never had it. Nope. It's I don't I'm, know, I'm, li- I'm I'm living don't know. A, in a small town. That's I think Del Taco the, in the West is like the in and out of uh Mexican restaurants, which I'm not a big fan of in and out, so Mm, well, at least the food, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just the same thing with the the water burger. I just I don't I don't get it, and just wasn't that good. Yeah, same thing. Like, it's just like Sonic. Like, I ate at a taco truck today at a little festival we went to. I don't I don't remember the name of it, but uh, apparently they're natives to where we are. I guess natives is the wrong term. They they lived up here, residents or whatever. They're locals. They're local peeps. But they moved to Florida, like a lot of people up here. They're like, I ain't dealing with this snow and shit anymore. I'm going to Florida. So apparently they opened this down there, drove it all the way home just to kind of do a North Country tour of festivals and different appearances. They were fucking awesome. I was just talking to the guy. I'm like, hey. I said kidding around, I, I want to order one of everything. I've heard they're really good. And he's just like, okay, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, what do you want? I was like, no, seriously, I want to try one of everything. You have deep fried Oreos. You have tacos, two two tacos and chips for 10 bucks. You have quesadillas. I want to try whatever one. Load in nachos and your street corn. He's like, uh, really? I'm like, yeah, dude, I want to try one of them. And he's just like, um, whew, that's some math. Uh, it's really throwing me off with this nacho. I'm like, it's nine dollars. Uh, I go. It's forty six bucks. We can call it forty four. It's my favorite number. He's like forty four. <laughs> then he goes, "Ooh, actually, uh, my math was off. It's actually forty six. I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I told you." And he's just like, "Customer is always right." I go, "Why don't we call it for?" I was like, "You know what?" He goes, "You really want all this? Food? Like, I don't want to put all this food." I'm like, "Dude, here's my no. Seriously, here's like, yeah, I want one of everything." He's like, oh. "I go, you know what?" Throwing, throwing uh, an extra thing of deep fried Oreos for the kid. He did, and it was it was fantastic. They had this like yeah. habanero mango salsa something. Not a huge habanero whatever guy. Fucking fantastic! Shout out to that food truck. Wish I remembered your name, but I don't. You ever make it down to uh, Massachusetts, Matt? Uh, I have a couple of times for shows. Worcester, Lawrence, and Leominster. Either way, that's the closest Taco John's to. Oh, okay. North oh, of good. And uh, uh, north of uh, uh, Worcester. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. It's funny because that's how I would say it, but down there it's Worcester. Nah, I'm like, Worcester. there's so many other syllables in there. Nah, it's Worcester. This isn't like, Britain. It's not Britain with the, with the, uh, you know, how you say, um, what is it? Uh, it's Yorkshire pudding, but there it's Yorkshire puddings. No, it's, it's <laughs> no. Yorkshire. It's how it's spelled. So let me ask you, is it worth a six hour and 13 minute trip? No, but if you're in the area, I mean, yeah. not it's not the great, it's not like that. No. It's, it's no. good. 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 It's good. Uh, especially not, if you're drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, I could get pretty drunk in six hours and 13 minutes, so I could ride with somebody on the uh, I-89 and we'll uh, go get some taco. That'd be, be a long way. Yeah. 
I'm not, I'm really not going to do that, but, uh, well, fellas, I just looked at the clock and realized oh. we've been chatting for over an hour and don't want to hold anybody up. And if anybody's still listening or watching, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And uh, obviously, I appreciate you guys being between you guys on this. This was a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to do it again next week. And uh, I mean, check them out. Obviously, Brandon J. McDermott on all the social medias. You've been whacking off, still whacking off. He's on the Facebooks now. All right. Oh, Jesus. Let's, let's get him to 69 followers today. Just today. And then, then, we'll, then he'll follow... 69 back and then stop and then he, he when he gets 420 followers he will go all the way up to 420 followers by the way all kidding aside check him out on all the social medias can't thank you guys enough check out the friends of the show draft top can't thank you enough deluxe edition network and uh it's been a good time appreciate you guys we'll do this again feel free to check us out live tuesday triple t baby it's gonna have toby richie yubin and myself watching some tickety tocks reacting having a good old time and uh, that's all i got you guys got anything else? No. That seems no. good. That was great. Okay. That was a great outro. Okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Quad Pro Quo. Right now, you are probably thinking to yourself, oh great, another movie podcast. Well, dear listener, you would be right. But throw in a couple of marriages, decades-long friendships, and a shared property line, and you have just another movie podcast with a shitload of drama. Inspired by the iconic quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, Each week, one of us will pick a movie. It could be a childhood favorite, a classic film noir, an Academy Award winner, or a complete dumpster fire that brings joy to that person's heart. The selector's objective? To get us to love, or at the very least, not hate their pick. Will our marriages, our friendships, and our neighborhood survive? Find out each Thursday on Quad Pro Quo.